Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if this is your first time listening to the show. And I want to say hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, and, of course, my Blog Talk Radio community and those who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And a little bit later, I'm going to be sharing my audiobook selection for this week with tonight. Of course, we're taking off on History Month, and we are waiting for our guest, Miss Arlinda Moriarty of Moriarty Sculpture, and we're just waiting for her to arrive. So, but tonight, it's all about women's history, and she is the president and CEO of a multi-million dollar business, but also she's managing HD, ADHD, ADHD. So um, hopefully we will be talking with her shortly. And, of course, I will be sharing with you my tailor tip time in regards to just how to have balance as a woman, as a businesswoman, as a mom, as a career woman. And, of course, um, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, as well as my repurposed suggestion, and, of course, sharing with you that, yes, I am looking for interns. I'm looking for a social media intern as well as an intern that helps me here with this podcast. I'll be sharing with that with you as well. But just to give you a little bit of history about Women's History Month, and it is an annual declared month that highlights the contributions of women to events in history and contemporary society. It is celebrated on March in the United States, the United Kingdom, and Australia. And then there's a corresponding International Women's Day, which will be celebrated on March 8th. And then during October in Canada, and of course, with corresponding with the celebration of Persons Day and on October 8th, actually, how the whole women's um, history Month just kind of got started. So um, because we're kicking off Women's History Month and um, because we're still waiting for our speaker to arrive, I'm going to just go right into why um, some tips on how you can really have a balanced life 
as a woman. Um, years ago, I used to do this workshop that was called um, Take Time Out Before You Burn Out. And um, it was really geared because as women, sometimes we work ourselves to a point where we are on the verge of burnout because we're giving so much of our time, our talent, our energy, our resources, that we are stressed, we're tired, we have all kind of diseases. Um, and so it was given from a point of view where I gave the practical in regards to organizing. And, of course, I had a co-presenter that gave the whole emotional aspect of it as well. And I just thought about that as I wanted to share with you just some things on how you can really create and find balance in your own life because, you know, as a woman, and it's hard to believe I've been celebrating, I'm celebrating 23 years in business and how I've had to balance. And there's different types of balance. It's not just one, like this is the way it's going to be um, in my 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, however. No, there's different types of balance. And I realized in each of my moments in life, I realized that I was out of balance. You know, I was I got out of balance in my 40s. Um, because I began to have a lot more health problems. Um, and I learned that I was not taking care of myself, and I really got out of balance um, when I became a caregiver full-time. So first let's just start off with some of the simple things you can do for you. And then, of course, if you're in the chat room and you have questions, um, please feel free to um, just post them. But the first thing is you want to establish a time each day for you where you give to yourself daily. That could be first thing in the morning. That could be midday. It could be in the evening. But you have to establish a time, five minutes, whether it's ten minutes, whether it's a little bit more time, where you give to yourself because you cannot give from a cup half full half empty, however you see it. So that's number one, because that's one of the things I learned from myself as a caregiver. I had to get to myself the first thing in the morning because I never knew how my day was going to go. The next thing is, in order just to have a little bit of balance in your life, is plan your week. So once a week, whether you do it Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Plan what your week is going to look like. What type of appointments do you have? What type of social activities do you have? What type of projects do you have going on at church? And what kind of um, things and activities do the other members of the family, the kind of practices, schools and tests, and how do you need to be chauffeured? But plan it out so that you make sure that in your plan that you incorporate everything that you have to do but then also make sure you put those moments in for yourself as well. And this will give you a better um, indication of what you can and cannot do. 
which kind of I skipped down a little bit. But when you see all the things that you already are committed to and already have on your schedule, then you will not say yes to something else because you just know you cannot fit it in your schedule. And, and I tell people, organizing clutter is not just in our homes and our closets and our spaces. It's in our calendars, too. They get so full. So you need to really just stretch them out. So number one, make sure you have time for yourself. Number two, plan your week. Number three, plan your meals. Because part of the balance is making sure you take care of your vessel, which is your which is your body. So make sure you do that as well. And that means in part of your planning for your week, you plan your meals, making sure that you eat the things that are nutritious for your body. Because if you don't, your body will tell you. Making sure you um, plan those meals because when you do that, then when you come home, your meals will already be planned. You won't have to worry about spending a lot more time and energy that you may not have in the kitchen because what happens a lot of times, you work those long hours and you come home, you're tired, and you don't necessarily feel like cooking and you just eat something really quick. But if you plan your meals out and you just have something you need to pop in the microwave, you still get to eat a healthy meal. So do that. And then, of course, learning how to say no. You know, making sure that you sometimes count to five, count to ten before you say yes to a commitment. Looking at your schedule before you say yes to a commitment. Nothing wrong with saying, I have to get back to you. Let me check my, double check my schedule to make sure that I have time to do this. Because you are taking ownership of your time. You're taking ownership of your life. So you want to be more in control because that's what time management is. Time management is managing the time that you are given. And I've said it before, and you've heard it probably a number of times. Yes, we have 24 hours in a day. But of those 24 hours, eight hours are really set aside for work. It could be work and commuting. Then you've got another eight hours, give or take, for sleep. So in those other eight hours, you have to eat your three meals. You have to commute. You have to get all of those other things done. So that's why it's key to not take on more than you can handle. And then, of course, just getting organized making sure that you take time weekly to maintain order in your home as well as in your life so that you're not overwhelmed with papers and piles and clothes here and things that need to be put away because that clutter can become very distracting and it can overwhelm you so stressful every time you come in home. You can't find things. You're tired of looking at the piles. So making sure you, you organize. And I did a workshop this weekend, and it was interesting. One woman said she spends like four hours just, just reorganizing herself. And I told her to maybe pace that over a week's time so that she's not spending all a half of a Saturday just trying to 
empty out pocketbooks and empty out tote books. No, you just do a little each time, a little each night, because if you come home and you already, all you have to do is pop your food in the microwave, and then you have a little bit of downtime, and then you take a few, 15 minutes, no more, and plan, okay, this is what I'm going to wear. And sometimes you don't even have to do that if you plan your week. You already know what you're going to be wearing. Now, give or take, you might want to just check the weather, especially for those of us who on the East Coast, you want to check the weather. Right now, I am going to um, go to the line because I believe our guest has arrived. Good evening, Janet speaking. Hi, this is Orlando Moriarty. Hi, Orlando, how are you? I'm fine. I was like, oh, "Oh my goodness. (laughs) That is okay. That is okay. So I'm going to um, give you a quick introduction, and okay. I'm going to just put you on mute. So if you want to get a drink of water or whatever, and then I'm going to bring you right back. Thank you. Well, I am excited because our guest is here. Yay! So our guest is Miss Alinda Moriarty, and she is the president and the CEO of Moriarty Consultants which is a multi-million-dollar healthcare business that provides non-medical in-home care services that give clients, family members, and their caregivers the peace of mind. It provides home care solutions as well as disability services to meet the needs of consumers, helping them in maintaining the utmost possible level of independent living and empowerment, all while assuring those who are disadvantaged are treated with dignity and respect. Arlinda was diagnosed with adult ADHD before she started what is now one of the top woman-owned and top minority-owned businesses in Pittsburgh with offices in Connecticut and Georgia. Moriarty is passionate about educating individuals with disabilities and their families with information, support, and resources that will help them maintain independent living in their homes and a professional, respectful, and caring manner. Her business is an example of what it takes to build strong family business foundation while maintaining solid family values. It is committed to enriching their employees, consumers, and the community as well. Her generosity extends community as well as to her employees, who she also encourages to step out on their own by offering them financial assistance to help them with their ventures. Her advice and hands-on guidance has resulted in several of her employees pursuing their own entrepreneurial endeavors. And she was recently celebrated as a nominee for the Athena Award. A Pittsburgh Courier selected her to receive an award honoring her as a woman of excellence. And in addition, Honest Woman Magazine selected her as a Businesswoman of the Year. And she is a proud mother of a son. So now I'm going to bring... Arlinda, right back on. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us this evening, Arlinda. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, good, good. So, um, it says here, and my first question is: It says you discovered you had ADHD as um, an adult. Yes, I was 30 years old. I always knew there. They diagnosed the disability when I was adult. 
It wasn't that I didn't know that I had some type of a distracting disorder. It's just that's the time it got, you know, they finally found a name for it because years ago they didn't have a name for the disability itself. What? So with the disability but also managing that multimillion-dollar business, how do you manage to stay organized? You have to have people help organize the organizer. <laughs> I just, um, <laughs> it starts like anything else. You have to find, you know, what it, what needs organized and stay that way. So it's just like anything you would learn with growing up. You know, you got to make sure you keep notes, you take and use reminders, and you have to be in tune with what it is that gets, you know, that you become distracted about. So you have to learn how to, you know, study skills, time management. You have to, you know, do a lot of self-education when you, you know, when you know what you have. That was the benefit of learning what it was. Then you knew from reading and dealing with other people what works. So that was the beauty in, you know, learning exactly what it was that, you know, I had been dealing with my whole life because then you knew what the resources could be. And that's true. And then and then speaking of resources, like what are some of the tools or technology that you use that helps you stay on track? Oh, it's only gotten better over the years. I mean, you can use your iPhone, you can use a computer. Um, I always like to use my Pavilion computer, the HP. It's a touch screen. So like things are tangible easily when you can deal with it, interact with it. So with ADHD, you're very distracted. So you need to keep your mind moving at all times because it's just the mm-hmm. way you learn. Like I like, you know, when I'm bored, it's not a good thing. So like I like to constantly engage in doing things like, you know, tangible things. So I like to have my computer as a touch screen. Um, I like, you know, my phone. I like to keep things. But um, the, the crazy part about most people, you know, they would think that all the technology is what really keeps you, you know, highly organized. It's actually mm-hmm. when I write things down myself, like when you, you know, get a tablet and say number one, and then you kind of just write out what you need to do, and then you can take what's on paper and put it in the computer yourself. But I, I really do believe what keeps me organized personally is when I write it down myself because then it's like it goes in my eidetic memory. I can see myself doing it and things like that. So I think that's the best way for me, not certain for others. Ooh. And that's good to know because I think even for me, being organized, somehow, like you said, writing things down, it's it's different, and and I like writing things down, but I also like it's more the, intimate. The, it's, it's more intimate yeah. because your hands is definitely connected to your brain. So what people got to remember is every thought you have comes from your brain down to your fingertips. That's why when you go mm-hmm. to type, it's like the memories in your fingertips type deal. So it's a sti- it stimulates your brain the more you use your hands to connect. You know, the, from your your mind down to your hands, it's like a synapse. And it really helps with things like, you know, people with ADHD. I found it just really a great thing to use your hands um, along with, you know, your thoughts. I, I feel mm-hmm. it works. Um, and also, well, this isn't, I mean, I'm actually in the conversation, and this is not one of the questions that I had asked you, but what made you decide to start your business? Well, I had been in my industry for years, so um, 
I was always, again, on the other side of the services. So, you know, you're always the person who receives the help. I then started to want to give back in some way because once I found out what it was exactly called, you know, you want to give back what was freely given to you. And Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I was like, you know, I took a passion and made it a career. I I then seeked out after supporting myself, getting what I needed. You know, I'm always still in process, you know, as they say type deal, God's not done with me. Well, this process isn't (laughs) done with me myself. I have to make sure that I don't become a hypocrite or I'm constantly living in the process. So I really, truly started my business because I became passionate about you know, the disorder and dealing with people with disabilities, hidden disabilities, physical disabilities, and I started wanting to find a way and, you know, to help people help themselves. Though. And where I used to work at Three River Center Independent Living, unfortunately they've closed now. That was part of the process. 51% of the people there had to have a disability. So while I was working there, they seen that I was very passionate and that, I really wanted to do what I was doing, but they could not just take one focus. As a company, they had a a different mission. It wasn't different. They just couldn't focus primarily on what it was I wanted to do. So they encouraged me as a person with a disability to take my passion and make it a total career, and they supported me with that because I helped build their organization from like $100,000 a year per se to 2 to $4 million in less than almost 10 months. So they walked in my office and said, listen, like, we can't make another dime like this. <laughs> like, you you are not, like, hey, we can't take this to this next level. We think that you potentially have a talent that you need to take and, you know, invest in not by money but by passion. Mm. And it just That's happened to wonderful. be that you make money because if you're in your passion yeah. and your total talent, it's a given, you know, and yeah. you know you got to be in love with your um, your passion, along with your career. A lot of people think, you know, the money is what drives it. It's the passion, and that's true. That is so true. So, Arlinda, as we celebrate Women's History Month, how do you maintain balance? I mean, you're a mom, you're a businesswoman, you give to the community, to the employees. How do you find that balance in your own life? Well, how I find balance is anything I do. My, what I do for a living is a passion and not a career. So, what I do okay. to make sure I don't, I'm not too passionate at all times. I, you know, I take mandatory breaks as far as I try to organize a vacation. And, you know, and try not to go on a vacation and like have like some epiphany while I'm out there. I, I just try to make sure I spend, <laughs> I spend a lot of time, you know, just sometimes I'll come home and I'm not a TV person. So, like, I will not watch TV. I will literally, you know, sit in peace and quiet, and I drive in my car, I'll turn off the radio. So I maintain, like, a quiet mental space from one place to the next. So, like, if I'm driving from my house to my business, I keep, you know, I don't have the radio on during the daytime because you need to be able to have that peace of mind before you show up at the door with about 20 people coming to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. So I try to maintain mental space, you know, just even in driving. Like if I'm going to go speak at an event, I call a limousine driver so I can keep my mind processed. So I maintain, you know, in a lot of ways that people would call comfort, but actually it's 
mental space is head space. Yeah. And and I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, because I know one of the things I used to share with people whenever I had to speak, I would always tell them a lot of times I would take a very hot either shower or bath and just kind of pamper myself. And they couldn't understand it. I said, but I want to be nice and relaxed when I get up there in front and I can really give you more than if I'm tensed and and just feeling Mm -hmm. stressed. Yeah, so... I understand the limo drive. I understand that as well. Yeah, so, and people look how, at it as a, you know, oh, that's, you know, they they look at it the wrong way at times. They don't know. It's all part of my support system, you know. If I couldn't mm-hmm. afford to do it, I wouldn't be doing as much of it as I have to. But then again, I wouldn't need to do it if I wasn't so busy. So it all, you know, coincides. And that is so true. That is so true. Well, Arlinda, I thank you so much for taking time out your schedule to be with the listeners tonight. I've enjoyed our conversation. So if people are interested in just learning more about the services your firm offers, how can they get in contact with you? Well, they can contact me at um, my direct Cranberry office in Cranberry Township, PA, um, at 724-452-7597. Or if they need to contact me through the free exchange, it's one eight six six three zero three one one five six. And, and that's Moriarty Consultants Incorporated. They can also go to the website www.moriartyconsultants.com and get in touch with us through the internet or preferably by phone at the seven two four number. Oh, okay, and. Of course, listeners, as always, there's a direct link on the show page to Linda's website, which, of course, will have the phone number, et cetera, on there. Well, again, thank you so much, Arlinda. I appreciate you taking time out your schedule. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And continue to have a great evening. You too. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And our sponsor, Audible, is offering you, the listener, a free audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Again, they have over 180 audiobooks and program, and all you have to do is download a title for free and start listening. Again, go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection for this week is Inner Peace for Busy Women, Balancing Work, Family, and Your Inner Life. And it is a book about balancing work, family, and inner life, the heart of how busy women can find a center of peace, and even when life is swirling like a cyclone around her. So again, the title of the book is Inner Peace for Busy Women, Balancing Work, Family, and Your Inner Life. And of course, those of you who follow me via social media, I will, of course, later on this week, be posting information on how you can get a free copy of that audio book. That was a very informative interview with Arlinda. 
I mean, it's amazing how she has taken one, what she has always been passionate about, turned it into a multi-million dollar business, but she also has learned how to manage her business and her life while managing her ADHD. Said that really stuck out is one, she writes things down. And I think a lot of times we think we can hold everything in our heads, and we really can't. So we need to write things down. I mean, even as organized as I am, I always write things down. So that was a key. And, of course, she talked about she takes mandatory vacations, where, and not a vacation where she just all of a sudden has another idea. She takes the vacation to relax. And, of course, um, she realized what type of tools work for her. The touch screen works for her. Actually, I like the touch screen too, but the touch screen works for her. So in balancing your life, it's really about finding what works for you. So, and then as, we, as she shared, she likes to take a limo ride when she has to do a speaking engagement. I like to take a hot bath or shower because I want to be nice and relaxed. And also one of the things that I, I really work hard to do is I never like to just show up at a speaking engagement. I always have to get there early. Like, for example, this weekend when I was at the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers Conference, um, my presentation didn't start until 11.15. I was there no later than 10.30. Um, I was in the room, and there was, because there was a room change, so which really didn't impact me, um, but it just a chance, you know, your room has been changed. So I went to the room, got a feel of the room, started setting things up in the room, realized there were some things that I thought um, because of the room change that I wasn't going to get, but they had already taken care of it. But that's what happens because I was able to flow and not get stressed out. So I hope, you know, the, all of you career women, business women out there will, you know, look at things you do and maybe incorporate a little downtime before you do a presentation or your own little ritual when you do presentations and you go out and speak and you do trainings, et cetera. So that was wonderful. Well, listen, and, of course, it is getting near springtime, so, of course, you should be Googling free shredding events in your area. So make sure you do that as well. Well, are you fed up with the clutter, the chaos, the confusion, the stress that comes along with it? Then, of course, you know, it's time really to get organized. And there's a couple of ways you can get organized coming this spring. The first and the most exciting way, of course, is to get my Life Totally Organized Facebook group where they are, I mean, they are just really moving and shaking in their group. They have conquering the kitchen closet. Um, we're finishing up the bedroom closet. They're throwing things out. They're getting rid of stuff. Um, they are not only just stuff on in their homes, but also on their technology. So, and it is a wonderful, wonderful group setting. Of course, it's a private group, membership only. I answer all of their questions. Um, they share their progress. They post pictures of what the area that they want to get organized, and then what I do is I shoot them back some suggestions on what they need to do. A lot of times they'll have in their mind what they want, and I'll just kind of 
you know, give them some additional um, pointers on how they do it. I motivate them. You know, somebody posted today that she wished she was a little further along in her projects, and I said, but you are further along than you were last year this time. Um, Tomorrow night we'll be doing, I do my monthly calls where I focus, answer their questions. And um, tomorrow night I will be sharing, I'll share with you, I will be sharing with them how they can go through all that stuff that now they have in their homes that they're thinking about getting rid of, how they can make money off of it because that's something I have done personally. I've sold on eBay. I've sold on Craigslist. I've just even sold to people, my friends, when um, I have shared with them that I'm selling specific items. So, um, and then, of course, this week I'll also be doing another Facebook Live with my group on just some tips and techniques on how to maintain and, and continue organizing. I also give them a challenge of something they have to get throw out as well. So go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com, click the slider that says Get My Life Totally Organized, and you know what? It's an investment for 30 days or a dollar after that. It's $7 a month to have access to a professional organizer with 23 years' experience to answer your questions, to give you strategies, to keep you motivated, and keep you on track. So I hope you will join this group as well. Well, I'm just going to kind of recap my little tale of tip time. Make sure, as we, as, as Arlinda and I have just shared, make sure you establish time for yourself. Make sure you plan your week. Make sure you plan your meals so you can stay healthy. Learn how to say no because you cannot do everything for everybody. And last but not least, get organized. We're moving into a spring, a new season, so get rid of things. And I actually am practicing what I teach, what I preach, what I teach. Um, those of you who do follow me via social media may have seen that um, I got rid of a sentimental piece this weekend. It was a jewelry box that belonged to my wonderful mom. And um, basically, it took a long time because, first of all, I am 53, so that jewelry box is over 50 years old. And as I shared in my Facebook post and my actually my social media post is that I still remember going into her bedroom seeing it on the dresser, and knowing what was inside. And I would get to play with all that jewelry and just play dress up. And I know that was a lot of the reason why I was holding on to it. So I finally decided, number one, the jewelry has been here, and I don't really get to use it and wear it because it's in the jewelry box and it was in it and um, storage. And I said, I needed to take it out the jewelry box. I needed to take it out. I needed to wear it. But I don't like jewelry boxes anymore because I feel it just adds too much clutter. I like other ways to organize my jewelry now. So I decided jewelry box is gone because for years I said, oh, I'm going to decorate it. Somebody even suggested I take a piece of the material and frame it. No, I'm not going to even go through all of that. And that's just me. I'm not saying it might not work for somebody else out there. And I decided it is time for this to go. It is time for this to leave my life and my home. And I feel good about it. 
And that's what I try to share with all of you listening and as well as my clients. It may not be the time, five years, three years, but then when it's that time, you can let go and, and get rid of it. So that's something I share. Well, I want to, of course, thank you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. I definitely want to thank my super fans from Periscope, which is Happiness Buckets, Patty Titus, Gianna J18, Deborah L. Moore, Miss Jerry Cook, Lynn Worships, and Bonnie Girl. And, of course, my Facebook people is Gail E., Larry E., Pastor Dan, Joan E., Jeanette, Bob Lewis, Carol, Paper Moon Moves, <coughs> Rema, Linda B, and Alvina. And, of course, there's so many of you on Facebook, I mean, excuse me, on Twitter, as well as um, Instagram that have just been so wonderful and just showing me so much love. I just couldn't name everybody. But. Today is Monday, and you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. So I want you tomorrow to tackle the the room by either, basically, I want you to either tackle some red newspapers, toss them, anything that can be trashed, you know, just start doing something. Throw something out. Circulars, it could be newspapers. It could be something you see that's broken. But tomorrow's Toss It Tuesday, toss it out. And, you know, if you can, just shoot me a picture, especially if you're on Instagram or Twitter. Um, just make sure you include me in the conversation so I'll get to see what you're tossing. My app suggestion for this week is Mint. It will help you keep your finances organized no matter where you are because if you're a busy career, professional, business professional, you always want to stay on top of your finances. And, of course, now with all the wonderful apps we get from our banks, you can always stay on top of it. But sometimes you want to have just a separate kind of um, tracking system. My product suggestion is, of course, the baseball cap organizer from Bed Bath & Beyond. And then my repurpose suggestion is toilet paper rolls to start a plant because, of course, we're moving into the spring season, and, hey, I know you want to probably maybe start some little seedings, so those are somewhere. So you can always find any of my app suggestions, my product suggestions, and my repurpose suggestions on my Pinterest page. Specifically, I have a board that has apps that will help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, and, of course, my repurpose as well. Doing what is necessary. Then do what's possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. And this from St. Francis Assisi. Again, start by doing what is necessary, then what's possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. So, And, of course, next week, our guest will be Dana Morales, and she's from the Happiness Bucket. And she's going to be sharing with all of you who are business owners, or maybe you know a business owner, you tell them to listen in on how we can spring clean some of our processes so we can be more productive. Because sometimes we get so used to doing one thing, 
over and over again, and we really need to kind of just kind of take a step back and maybe do things just a little bit differently. So be sure to check out that show next week. Then after that, we have, because we're moving in the spring, people are getting excited, people are getting creative. So maybe the time to go into that craft room, that craft space, that craft area, and just kind of organize and just get rid of some things. And then, of course, we'll be ending the month with how to spring clean our bodies and what it means to really do a detox. Because I think a lot of people kind of have it figuring it out, but what it really means to do a detox. So that is in March. Then for April, I'm excited because we're going to do emotional clutter. We're going to talk specifically to the millennials on how some of the things and ways they can stay organized, but also some of the products that are available. I mean, I did the interview today, and I was amazed. I was ready to go out and buy a few months. So, and, of course, we're going to talk out on a sensitive topic at the end of April. And that is when someone in our life passes away and dealing with their stuff. So my wonderful fellow organizer, Rowena Liss, will be coming back and talking to us about that as well. But before I go and before I end this show, I want you to make sure that if you are really ready to get your life organized and you may be somewhere around the world, make sure you check out my long-distance and virtual organizing session, which I've slashed the prices, so I've got some special discounts going. Um, and you just go to um, JanetMPillow.com, and then you can just go and check it out. For all of you out there who want to do it yourself, but you just need somebody to coach you along the way. So make sure you check that out as well. So I just want to, um, again, thank you for tuning in this night. Um, and also, if you listen to any one of our venues, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, or Google Play, I would love for you to kind of, you know, let me know what you think. Write a review. If you like the show, you know, definitely let us know. So I thank you so much for joining me. Be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And, of course, always visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.